Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Music Box with Tanya Dallas Lewis, where there's love inside, bringing you the hottest gospel and Christian music, interviews that are all the way live, and the latest Christian and gospel news. So don't touch that dial. live from the virtual studios right here in the D.C. metro area, also known as the DMV. It's the Music Box with your other sis, Tanya Dallas-Lewis. I'm also known as the Angelic Voice, and my debut CD, Miracles, is doing well. And may I encourage you to book me at your church events. And of course, you know I'm going to ask you to buy the CD. I am sitting here in the virtual studios, y'all, and I am eating some potato chips, and some pretzels. I don't know if you've ever had the uh, honor of trying the combination together, but it is so good. And, you know, the other trick, of course, is Doritos and pretzels. You know what that tastes like, right? (laughs) That tastes like combos. So if you're ever too cheap to uh, buy some combos, no problem. Just make sure you pick up some Doritos and some pretzels, and you will enjoy that just as much. Well, we've got a great show in store for for you today. And guess what, you guys? I had the honor this past weekend of singing my newly released third single, When He Calls Your Name. It's already climbing the radio charts, and I sang it in public for the first time at Tridestone Church right in the heart of Chicago last weekend where Bishop Simon Gordon is the pastor. And you know what? I had so much fun. So we're going to play this song really quickly. And uh, just happy Thursday to everybody. Shout out to Angela Robinson, who, who is supporting her sister on her cell phone. A cell phone, y'all. Now, that is love. I also want to say hello to everybody in the chat room, off of Facebook and Twitter. I love you guys. Remember, it's a new day, and your life is never the same after he calls your name.
from there, it started simple as, you know, in my mind, oh, I'll just teach Sunday school. And from Sunday school, I started getting invitations. Oh, can you come teach here? Can you come speak here? And I thought, okay, God, um, maybe you do know what the plans you have for me because I would have never thought I would be the one that be, would be you know, doing public speaking because I used to be so nervous to stand in front of people. And I can remember the first time I ventured out into that, I was like, okay, I'm going to be obedient. I actually sat down and taught. And from there, God has just shaped me and formed me to where now I'm speaking um, in front of hundreds. And it's really, really um, amazing how God will take us on that journey. So I do a lot of um Inspirational speaking is what I like to call it. I like to motivate and encourage and inspire and uplift people through the Word of God. And so that's where the Bible teacher comes in. I teach the teach the Word of God, but I try to give uh, application to it and real life issues and connect the dots for people so they can actually understand um, how to apply the Word of God to their lives and the situations that they're they may be in at that particular time in their life. So yes, I am an inspirational. I'm a Bible teacher, and most recently, um, back in uh, July, I wrote a book, Authentic Joy, Finding True Joy in a Compromising World, so I added author to the list. Wow, congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. And then September, I was just uh, afforded the opportunity to become the host of Sunday Morning Praise on 107.9 The Beat, as you said. And basically, I share gospel music from 6 to 9, and I have little segments where I give, um, oh, so sorry, my phone is beeping. I, I thought I'd set it on uh, no calls, but I, I I do like segments of inspirational uh, segments, and I have something called the Scoop of Joy Thought of the Day, so I leave them with something I feel like is profound or something that they can digest and chew on for the day. And then I have a national recording artist that I, I, I have interviews with and local artists as well. So wow. God has just uh, done a lot of great things in my life, and I'm just grateful and humbled and just honored that he saw fit to, to use me. And I, I always say if he could use me, he could use anybody. I like that. And thank goodness that he does use us as his vessels. Now, you wear a lot of hats, like I just said. What would you say is the common theme behind all of those ministries? Is there one, or does it vary, you know, from Bible teacher to inspirational speaker to author to radio host? I don't think it varies at all. I think, God, my my own personal mission statement is to encourage, inspire, and edify edify, uh, the Christian faith worldwide among believers and non-believers to just advance the kingdom of God. And I, I believe that's what I really do in, in all the elements that I, I have my hands in. My key, my goal is to edify people in order for them to see who they are in Christ and to recognize that with Christ they can do anything, they can do all things, and that God created them for a purpose and a plan. And they need, um, I try to encourage them to be all that God has purposed them to be and to hold on to that um, that identity in Christ and then move forward in birthing that destiny as they walk hand in hand with Christ. So that's my common theme, even on the radio, um, I, everything that I do on the radio through the music and 
my little segments is just trying to encourage people to to move forward and not stay complacent and in in a in a in the state that they're in, but to continue to evolve and allow God to just shape and mold and cultivate their lives so they give Him complete glory with their lives. So that's my theme, I think, um, across the board. And I think it's so necessary in this day and time, especially what I like to call the microwave generation. And that that applies to all of us, you know, no matter what age we are. You know, I know this generation X and next and, and two and four and whatever <laughs> those things are. But truly, right. you know, it seems to be, you know, a, a pretty, you know, common thing for people to kind of get stuck in a rut these days. It's like we are so busy and we are, like, moving in fast forward. Joy, let me tell you, I was watching, um, I think it was maybe two Sundays ago, I was watching uh, this movie from, like, I guess the 80s, and um, I just was amazed at how slow everybody talked and how they walked. I mean, Joy, listen, uh, the, the orphanage caught on fire, and this is what they did. Called the police. Call the firefighters. You know, they were just, you just had to see it. They were just, everybody was just so calm. There was no computers on any of the desks. There was no cell phones. And it just made me feel so peaceful. And now you get to now and everybody talks really fast and everybody's walking and talking and doing all these things. And it's really hard for us to be focused. So, I, you know, I praise God for people like you who keep us motivated and keep us focused you know, on what it is that we're supposed to be doing. But please, I encourage you, go back and look at one of those old movies. You'll see. Everybody is just chilling, and it's just amazing. Whereas today, everybody talks really fast. Did Do you notice that at all? Yes, I do. I do notice that. And that's something that's interesting that you uh, bring this point up because probably about a month ago, God said, as I was driving down the road, and this may seem weird, but it it had a, a profound impact on my life. He said, look at every sign that you drive past. Read the sign. Look at the trees. Look at the things that you pass by because I would drive all the way from one destination to the other and not even remember <laughs> what I passed. And oh God made God. me just started to start looking at everything. I was reading the signs. I was looking at the trees. I was looking at the cars beside me. And it, it, he was saying, be aware of your presence. Mm-hmm. Be aware of the surroundings that you're mm-hmm. in. That's how you are going to be able to see me more. You're going to feel mm-hmm. me more. Mm. When you can, when you can be in the moment that you're in, stop trying to go so fast that you don't even remember how you got there. Don't, uh, you know, drag behind in the past, but be in the present moment. So, so those movies seeming to be talking so slow. It's, it's perfect for God because he's able to minister to us when we get in the present moment and we stay focused and get, you know, literally see the trees and, and recognize, you know, when you're walking on the ground, the pebbles under your feet. That's, that's um, increasing our sensitivity to the things right. that God has created. And then that takes my mind to, to the creator. Oh, you know, yeah. And so... I- it's it's true. We really have to get in that present moment mm-hmm. and just abide in the shadow of the Almighty, so to speak. Just abide in the presence of God in every area of our lives. And I think that's how we're able to continue to stay focused and truck along with him and not miss so much of him because we're trying to do it so fast or uh, right. behind. I think we're stuck in fast forward because just like you, um, I have a, you know, I had a long commute and so I would drive over mountains and I didn't even notice the seasons change, Joy. 
until I wow. slowed down and I said, oh, my God, look at all this beauty. I mean, he did all of this for us. He made so much yeah. of us. I don't know if you've heard this, a Stephen Curtis Chapman song where he talks about, you know, I want to make much of you, Lord, just the, the same way that you've made so much of us by giving us yeah. different color flowers and trees and the birds and the bees. Oh, it's just, just so beautiful. Uh, and so when yeah. I took that time just to slow down and marvel, you know, because, you know, the heavens declare God's glory and the earth is, you know, the earth is handiwork, you know, for the firmament. So it was amazing. But speaking of um, the Bible, you're a Bible teacher. I did. I took. I enrolled in seminary, but I got married. But I did take like two years. I, I didn't finish. I wanted to get like a. Um, I wanted to get my master's in uh, divinity with a focus on praise and worship. Um, but anyway, what I want to ask you is why is so imp- why is it so important to you? Because I'm going to assume that it is important to you that Christians be educated about their faith. I mean, why is it necessary for you to get uh, a master's in, in divinity? Why are you going to seminary? Why is that important to you? Well, um, my, my master's is actually in mental health counseling, and it is through a seminary, and I have taken a lot of Bible classes, but my, my main focus is in counseling. But okay. I feel like the, the 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 Bible is our instruction. It's our, our love letter from God, our our path to his righteousness. And so we have to really be in tune with the word of God, digesting it, meditating on it, and then applying it to our lives. For, so for me, I, I, I need the word. I need mm. to get the understanding. I need the knowledge because I need to know that in order to know who God is because he reveals wow. himself in his word. So mm. I chose the seminary because I wanted my degree to be biblically based. I wanted it to wow. be rooted in what I believed, and then I wanted to be able to bridge that with the counseling piece so I could help people from a, a biblical standpoint and use some of the techniques and skills that I've learned, but it still has that biblical foundation because I think um, we have to have the Word of God in order to stay on the right path and to stay focused and, and to move along, trucking along with God. And I think when we don't read our Bible, literally we're mm-hmm. lost on a road without a road map, and yet there's detours, there's there's um, side streets and corners and shortcuts we can take and a, a better scenic route that we can take. And when we don't read that word, we miss all those other things that God has for us to show us how to maneuver through life. So, I mean, the, the word of God, the Bible is key to um, living a successful life of righteousness and holiness. And, Amen. you know, I just, I just think that that, that's where it is for me. It's just, it's, I have to be rooted in it because I remember a time when I wasn't and I was doing my own thing, trying to figure this thing out. And the word of God had the answer and I'm looking for it everywhere else. And then I <laughs> found it in the word. So I figured if I've done it my way, now let's do it his way. And speaking of doing it your way, you know, you have a story of courage and hope because as a teenager, you were a single mom. So you experienced uh, the hardships and the hard truths and just the, the hardcore realities uh, that parenthood brings when you were still, you know, basically a child yourself. Tell us a little yeah. bit about uh, one of the important lessons that you learned from, from parenting as, as a teen. Yeah, 16 years old, um, honor student, athlete, and found myself pregnant. Wow. Yeah, it it was truly a life-changing experience. Now, I wasn't – I was one of the first. It was two other young ladies that uh, became pregnant and had children in high school. I wasn't the first pregnant. I was the first to have my child. So that created – 
a lot of hardship for me because they made fun of me. They picked with me. They called me names. But mind you, I, I was I had the courage to have my child because an abortion wasn't an option for me. But yet I got I got ridiculed. I got made fun of, and it was really a struggle. And I made a vow to myself then, even though my relationship with Christ was I was saved, but I didn't have a fellowship with Him. I, I didn't live a life that was pleasing to Him. Mm-hmm. I made a vow that I was going to achieve my goals at all costs. This this um, decision that I made to have sex outside of marriage was not going to stop me from accomplishing and being who God had created me to be. And I wasn't even in an intimate relationship with him then, but I knew that I had a purpose in life. I just didn't connect it with God as I should. And so from there, I just graduated on time and went on to work in a factory. And I worked in a factory almost 20 years because I had to raise my child. I That was my decision, and I was going to be responsible for taking care of that decision. So I worked in a factory. I put school on hold. And then um, in 2003, I decided, you know what, it's time for me to start fulfilling these goals and dreams. So I, just to encourage anybody out there, it's never too late to fulfill your goals, your dreams, your calling, your purpose in life, no matter what we been through in our past, God still has a perfect plan for us, and as long as we have breath in our bodies, we have another chance to make right the wrongs, to achieve the things that God has for us, and to just walk in destiny and purpose. And so that's how I just kind of transitioned. I took a detour, so to speak, in order to raise my child, but yet God put me back exactly where he needed me to be, and Mm -hmm. and that's today, that's why I'm doing what I do with the unwed mothers and various other, the rape victims and the domestic violence victims, because I, I, I know that story. I know that path. And if he can bring me out of that, I know he can bring anyone else out of it. So I'm sharing my testimony to help someone else along the way. Amen. Well, Joy Harris is an inspirational slash motivational speaker, Bible teacher, and radio host of Sunday Morning Praise on 107.9 The Beat. And we were so excited and glad and so honored that you stopped by. Can you tell the Music Box listeners where they can go to find out more about you, perhaps to even book you at their next church event? You can. They can come uh, get on my website at www.joyaharris.com. And they can learn everything about me. Uh, if there's a link that links um, from my uh, book website to my ministry website, so they can uh, see both websites from the joyahears.com website. Well, that is amazing. We are rooting for you, Joy. And thank you again so much for stopping by the Music Box. And uh, thank you so hopefully, much for having maybe, me. Say that again. I said thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. You have a great week, and happy Thursday to you. Thank you. Do the same. Bye-bye. Well, that was a lot of fun. Joy Harris, author, actually. She's an author as well, as well as an inspirational class, motivational speaker, Bible teacher, and she's a radio host. Y'all, I don't know how she manages to balance it all, but I'm excited of all the great things that she's doing for the kingdom. I'm telling you, when God's favor is on your life, it just seems like there's nothing that you can't do. Amen? And, you know, I don't know about you, but my brother Corey Bowie says that favor ain't fair. We're going to listen to that coming right up, and we have more coming up on the Music Box with your other sis, Tanya Dallas-Lewis. Enjoy! 
turn me up a little bit? Yeah, right there. Listen, I'm... The next time you driving in your car, or you coming out the house, and somebody will get you crazy, point to the sky and tell them this. Rainy day today, but I like the rain. And you know what? 
It gave me an opportunity to just look at all the pretty clouds. I know gray clouds are like dreary, but I think they're so peaceful, especially when they're like so like billowy and stuff. <laughs> you know, you know, not just the, I'm not talking about like the, the cloudless gray sky. That is kind of depressing. But when you have the clouds, oh, I think that's just beautiful. Well, we got a great show still lined up for you. Just want to give out some more shout-outs to all my friends and family who are tuning in and helping little old Tanya Dallas Woods out. I've been talking to my homegirl, Angelia Robinson, earlier today, and we're getting ready to go on the Radio One Love Cruise. Can you believe it's next weekend? We are two of the featured rising stars. There's going to be so many great artists from the headliners to the future headliners on that cruise, and we're looking to have an absolute ball. All right, we got two minutes before our next interview with the one and the only powerhouse, Carla Tolbert-Taylor. And you know what? When I was talking with Joy, the author, if you just tuned in, you missed her. Her name is Joy Harris, and she's an author, an inspirational slash motivational speaker and radio host and Bible teacher. We're talking about movies back in the 80s. And you know what? I love 80s movies. They are hilarious. They're absolutely hilarious. I was talking to my friend uh, via text message who's tuned in listening right now. We've been talking about how much sex there was in the 80s movies. I know, it seems like there wouldn't be, but it's true. When I was watching this old movie, you know, that I mentioned before, and how everybody was just moving so slow, there was nudity in it, you guys. I mean, they had a rape scene, and I think this rape scene was probably the most uh, explicit rape scenes I ever seen. I'm just like, what in the world? This is an 80s movie. What's going on here, you know? <laughs> Oh, my goodness. All right, well, we've got a great show. I know I got up on a tangent because that's what I do, and I can do it because this is my show. I'm not a last born. I know that was typical um, last born behavior, <laughs> but I am uh, spoiled, some would say. Anyway, speaking of sex in movies, I'm hoping to have Still Trill Christian uh, coming up on the later shows. Met them while I was in Houston last year. Amazing guys. One of the only gospel holy hip-hop groups to have their video aired nationally on 106 and Park. But before we get to our next interview, I want to play Carla's song. It's her new single. And y'all, when I tell you that this woman is a powerhouse vocalist, she has multi-octave range. And what an amazing testimony. And I have to say this, too. Her song, Didn't Have to Do It, this is her single, is anointed. You guys are going to feel the same way. I'm going to play it right now. And then as soon as the song is over, we will have Miss Carla Tolbert-Taylor live in our virtual studios right here on the Music Box with your sis, Tanya Dallas-Willis. Enjoy the song, and immediately after, we'll have her on the line with us. Enjoy.
jam, then you're definitely tuned in to the music box with your sis, Tanya Dallas, who is also known as the angelic voice. That is Carla Tolbert Taylor with her new single, He Didn't Have to Do It. Man, I feel the anointing on that song. I don't know if y'all feel it, but if you don't, you must be dead because that song is anointed. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me because he didn't have to do it. Amen. Well, please make sure that you call a friend, tell your Grammy, tell your grandpappy that Tanya Dallas Lewis is on the air. Please feel free to dial in 646-652-2106, or you can join us in the chat room on Twitter, on Facebook. I love you guys, and I know you're going to love multi-octave range powerhouse of a vocalist who has appeared on Bobby Jones and TBN. We are pleased to welcome her to the music box. And, of course, I'm talking about none other than gospel recording artist Carla Tobert-Taylor. Hey, Carla. Hey, Miss Tanya. How you doing? I am doing amazing. How are you? I am doing well. I am all right. <laughs> you know what I love about you? The way you talk is the way you sing. <laughs> oh. What an amazing voice. To God be the glory. Amen, exactly. You, to God be the glory. You say a, said a mouthful right there. Now, Carla, you've been singing since you were a toddler, straight through high school, then through college, traveling with some amazing gospel choirs who have spurred out some of the inter- industry's best vocalists, including, you know, uh, very well-known vocalists like Ted and Sherry. Tell us a little bit about that whole experience. Well, uh, Ted and Sherry and I, uh, we all kind of, I guess, as teenagers grew up together, and uh, we actually had a group together. Uh, wow! It it well, I didn't I wasn't able to be in it long because I went on to go to college, but we did have a group together for about a year or so, and uh, I enjoyed singing with them. Iron sharpens iron. I love singing with people <laughs> who love to sing. So I mean, I, I really enjoyed that experience. It was awesome. I bet it was. And I know you have so, 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 so many stories. Now, is this um, your debut project, or did you have other projects before this? No, this is my debut project. This is the first uh, project that God has allowed us to put out. And, excuse me, I am just so, so honored and humbled, and I'm ecstatic about what God is doing. I just, I give him all of the praise and the glory (laughs) for it because he did not have to do it. He really, really, really (laughs) did so I'm just, I'm so over, overjoyed. I'm thankful. And I share that joy with you, you know, being a recording artist myself and my debut album also being out. Yes, Lord. It, right. You know, you just want to scream and shout when you're finally done. And then, of course, the real work really begins. But, right. Carla, this hasn't really just been your dream. You know, um, you have toured with some of the very best. As a matter of fact, in 2008, um, before we talk about uh, you and your father, in 2008 you won a very prestigious talent contest. Tell the music about listeners about that. Well, there was this contest called the uh, the opening act for the Gospel Fest. Uh, mm-hmm. Music is an award show that, that, that's out. And actually, I wasn't even going to audition. I, at the very last minute, my husband was like, you know, Carla, just come on, let's go. So I just went on down there, and they were like, ma'am, you are the one. And I, that shocked me. So I won for my city in this region. And then there were six, I believe, other 
contestants from around the United States, and all of us had to compete online, and whoever got the most votes was the overall national winner, and God favored me with that uh, that honor. So, I mean, I was just blown away. And that opened up the door for you to, to open up to some people like John B. Key, uh, yes. I believe uh, Bibi and Cece Winans. What yes. did that feel like? You know, when you're Or are there, you just you, spoiled? Because you were singing somebody. So was well, this just like, okay, I'm excited, but hey. <laughs> well, you know what? When you're there, it's kind of like surreal. You're like, wow, okay. <laughs> look at what God is doing. You know, it's just, it, it's like, am I here? Am, am mm-hmm. I actually, you know, but, but God is true to his word. If he said Amen. it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Amen. You're just watching. you watching and wait for it to happen. So Amen. he'd already spoken it, and it came to pass. And speaking of coming to pass, um, as I was alluding to earlier, this hasn't just been your dream, um, but your father's dream also. And when I talk about a dream, I'm talking about singing the gospel and, you know, traveling around and, you know, sharing the gift that God has given you and placed on the inside of you. Expound for our Music Box listeners uh, a little bit about your story. It's, it's an amazing story um, about you and your dad. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, my father was a singer, and uh, actually he got uh, a scholarship to Morehouse College, mm. but his father died. So he didn't take the scholarship. Instead, he stayed here in Memphis, and he got a job because he had two young sisters. So he worked, and he wanted, he still wanted to sing and travel, and he went to the Army to help get more money, you know, to help care for his mother and his two little sisters. And while he was there, they were firing at the ranges, and they exploded his eardrums. Um, gradually, he lost his hearing. By the time he got married to my mom, uh, it, it really started waning. By the time I was born and I became one, they pronounced him as 100% deaf. So he wasn't able to travel all over the world as he anticipated or really wanted to. But it's just amazing how God is because the mantle fell on me. Amen. And my father my father always you know, said, I, I just want God to give me my hearing back so I can hear you sing. Because I know everything that he put in me, he gave to you and, and even more. So Amen. I'm just, I'm living out my dream as well as my father's dream. Wow, 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 wow. And that is too, too, too sweet. And, man, God is a healer. And, uh, you know, just we we give him permission with the outcome. But I'm thanking him in advance with you, sis, because we know either on this side or the other side, whichever God chooses, your dad will indeed hear you sing. Yes, and I'm sure, you know, the looks and the, the uh, you know, the reaction on people's faces when you are singing probably tells him so much more than if he really could hear. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I, I've seen him even, you know, begin to rejoice and cry. And I oh. asked him, you know, what, what what was going on? He said, I felt the presence of God while you were singing. You know, wow. I couldn't hear it, but I knew God was in the place. Amen. And you know what, Carla? I think you would agree. That's what makes the difference. You know, it's one thing to be able to sing well, but when you can usher in the presence of God and you have that that anointing on you and when you sing, people feel him in the room, that's priceless. It is. You know what, Sister Tanya, singers come literally a dime a dozen. There are Mm. so many people who are gifted to sing, but the difference is made when you commit your ways to God, mm. and you allow mm. him to do through you what he wants to do. You know, so many times we have our own agendas, 
or what how we think things should play out or how we think sh- things should go but mm-hmm. it just it it, it it behooves us to just go on and surrender to God submit to him and just let him be God let him do what he does cuz he does it well you know he he, he, he blows up <laughs> uh, seriously so many times we right. have it quote figured out how we think it's supposed to go well if so and so hears me saying then i know they're going to you know take me under their wings and then i'm going to blow mm. up no no God is a jealous God, and only he yes. wants to get the glory for what he's put in you. So we have to remember that no man should get his glory. No man. Amen. Amen. So. I agree. And, you know, just keeping it real, because we love to keep it real on the music box. You know, so in right. the music industry, it's so easy, even for people like you and me, to get kind of caught up um, in what isn't giving God the glory and kind of giving, you know, one another glory. It's, I mean, we are human, so... Um, right. Like you said, we have to continually, you know, day by day, uh, surrender to his will and make sure that we are in line with what it is he's called us to do. Right. Now, Carla, being a recording artist, and again, I love to keep it real, so I invite you to do the same. Um, mm-hmm. what is, what if, you could, if you just could only name one pet peeve about the recording industry, what would it be for you? Uh, I know that's a loaded question, so let me know if you need time. No, my main pet peeve is... <laughs> That crab mentality where, you know, some people um, have the spirit of jealousy and they don't want others to make it, so to speak. And so those who may possibly have some insight where they can share, hold Mm. on to their knowledge because they don't want the next person to, quote, get where they are. You know, that kind of irks me. Because what's for you is for you. You know what I mean? Whatever God has for you is for you. And how is it going to hurt you just to share some knowledge? It'll help you because God will lay it on that person's heart when he elevates them to honor. The Bible says give honor where honor is due. Amen. To honor you for, you know, your sacrifice of sharing that that information. But, you know, And God is so big. I mean, he's big enough Isn't to he? give us all, you know, yeah. all that he has for us and more. You know, whatever that whatever that all is, he's, he's mm-hmm. big enough for that. And I think, you know, in our limited, you know, human uh, brains, we kind of forget that. And so that crab mentality, uh, unfortunately, is contagious. And like you, it's a pet peeve of mine, too. I think it stifles us. I mean, it's yeah. not a thing. I know. It, it yeah. stifles us. It really does. Yeah. It, look, it looks like we have a, a caller with her hand raised. Let me check it out, Carla. Uh, okay. Erica 502, was there a comment you wanted to share, or did you have something to say to Miss Carla Tolbert Taylor? Hey, uh, there, Tanya Dallas Lewis. Yes, this is her. Hey, I was wondering, uh, with your great guest there, would it be possible if I can bring my wooden spoons to our next concert? Uh, and sir, sir, what would you do with these spoons? I would play my wooden spoons with my lime green suit on. All right, a little, <laughs> a, a little variety there, huh? That's right, and I got some tube socks that are red, blue, and orange. They're telling you what I do is I start playing it here down in Louisville, Kentucky, uh-huh. at the WLU station. Okay. I'll my wooden spoons until I get. <laughs> To wherever the concert's at, I'll be riding in my pinto. <laughs> oh, you're making my stomach hurt, Roderick. He, oh goodness, Carla. Yeah. I'm not sure if you yes, two have met. Have you met? 
Man, no, I haven't met her. I was listening to the uh, the cut that you played, and I mm-hmm. mean it was real churchy. I grabbed my wooden spoons. <laughs> By the time that uh, she went up to that next level, I'm gonna have to get my music people to come in and tune up my spoons because it wouldn't go that high. Look, check this oh, out. Oh my goodness. You cannot bring your spoons if you don't have a washboard. Now, if you have a washboard. Oh, see, I got my, uh, well, my washboard's in the pawn shop because I had to get some more light to go around my wooden spoons. Cause you don't have to get that, that washboard at the pawn shop now. Okay, well, I know that's I, right. and what I wanted to know, I got this song that I want you to sing, but it's, mm-hmm. actually, it's in the pawn shop. I want you in. Tanya to sing it together. It's in the pawn shop <laughs> on my eight track. I had to kind of put that in the pawn so I can get enough uh, gas money for the pinto. Ooh, oh, I gas prices have <laughs> uh, And you know my purple pinto takes a lot of gas. Mm. You, you know what? W-L-O-U, oh, my gosh, their radio host, Mr. Broderick Purvis, also known as B-A-P or BAP, you are crazy. And, Carla, if he does not have your music, please make sure he has your music yeah, yeah. played on his show. I'm telling you, Tony, you be having some great guests, and only thing that makes a tear fall out of my left eye is that I don't have these people's music. And we got, wow. we got to, as uh, radio announcers and as uh, radio show hosts, we got to stick closer together and, and kind of share music with one another. I agree. And, Carla, let me tell you, Broderick, is good people. He will play your music. He's a reporting station. Uh, great spirit and a great host with a great sense of humor. So I thank you so much for calling into today's show. And I really do think, I mean, Carla is, she's not just, you know, anybody now. She she is uh, a powerhouse vocalist, highly sought after. I don't know if she's going to let you play Wooden Spoons at her next concert. I'm just not sure. Now, I can pull out the metal ones. I got some metal spoons, too. Ooh. Just on special occasions. Well, you can't play either until you bring the washboard. Now, you have the washboard with you. I'm going to have to bring the washboard until I got to run it through ProTube, though. Okay, that's fine. You you run that right on ProTube. Pro no, I'm going to get my phone. No, I'm going to sit back and listen to the rest of the show, man. I really enjoy y'all. Hey, Tanya, get me that music, girl, because I can I tell my spoons can go good with that cut there. All right. I sure will. Matter of fact, Mr. Purvis, I will make sure I forward you her, her bio, her press release, and her music so you can get her on your show. She's an amazing talent, as you heard. Thank you so much, Miss Tanya Dallas-Lewis. <laughs> you know I love you, boo. Have a great day. Love you, too. Peace out. <laughs> Bye-bye. Oh, my goodness. He is making my sides hurt. Have mercy, Carla. Man. <laughs> Now, you talked about that craftsman mentality. He does not have it at all. She and I can tell. Sweetheart. I can tell. I know. I can't can you? Can't you? Matter of fact, congrats to him uh, because he just was ordained uh, as an elder in his church. We've got another call, Carla. Do you have time to take it? Sure. Okay. Area code 301, you're on the music box with your other sister, Tanya Dallas-Lewis. I was going to say, Miss Carla, better take my call. This is Angela Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, girl. Look, I'm going to tell you, this is so bad. I've been on the call the entire time, but I ended up getting a business call and missed your entire interview, Carla. I've been, I've had you all on hold. I've had you all on hold. I, I, it's just terrible. So I said, I've got to call in and give a shout out and let you know that I was tuning in, but I clicked over and I didn't get to hear you, so I wanted to call and say hi. 
Hey, sweetheart. Oh, bless you. Thank you so much for your support. Oh, you're so welcome. And you know I got to say shake down. Shake down. <laughs> Please make sure you tell Martez I said the same. But I'm I so happy you. for all that you're doing. And how old is the little one now? He'll be one Wednesday. Oh, congratulations to you both. We'll have to call and talk off the air, but definitely just wanted to send you some love. Thank you. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you, Angela, for tuning in. You're welcome. Bye-bye. 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 Oh, well, Carla, I, congratulations on your, I mean, you got a little baby. He just turned one. He'll be one in six more days. Oh, and I bet you he is just scrumptious and delicious and looks good enough to eat. I'm sure of yes. it. <laughs> he's, he's a cutie. Uh, I must admit that people stop us all the time and say, oh, my God, he's beautiful. Actually, uh, for a long uh, time, they thought he was a girl. So. Oh, my goodness. He, oh, he mm-hmm. must be cute. When they're mistaken for a girl, then you know they must be cute. Yeah. <laughs> well, Carla, where can our Music Box listeners go to purchase your CD and find out more about you? Um, you could go to iTunes. CDbaby.com, Rhapsody, or Amazon. And you can look me up on Facebook or MySpace, Carla Tolbert-Taylor. All right. Well, I am happy for you. I love your voice. I loved it upon first listen. I'm rooting for you, and I can't wait for the day where we share the stage together. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule again to come back on the Music Box with your sis, Tanya Dallas-Lewis. Not a problem. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, too, sweetie. You have a blessed night. You what if you're just tuning in, tuning in? You missed it. 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 Powerhouse, multi-octave range, gospel recording artist Carla Tolbert-Taylor. Ladies and gentlemen, you have to go get her single. Matter of fact, get the whole dag on CD. We need you, and we surely cannot do this journey the same without you. I'm rooting for her um, and all the great plans that God has in store for her. Man, I decree it. I support it. I agree with it. She bad, y'all. Well, we have more of a show coming up for you, just about seven or six minutes left remaining in the hour on the Music Box with your sis, Tanya Dallas-Lewis. Of course, you know, I want to play some more hot gospel music for you. So, hey, why don't you guys take a listen to Mandisa. That's right. She's a former American Idol uh, runner-up. I think she made it, like, down to the top five. But she's doing her thing with her CD, and this one is actually He Is With You. It comes off of her debut CD, I love this song. I have the entire CD. You guys are going to enjoy it. We'll be right back with more on the Music Box. Enjoy Mandisa's He Is With You.
I don't know about you, but I'm loving that song. He is with you by Mandisa. It's in no way new, but the song is still fresh and so anointed. And the lyrics just kind of get you right in the heart. Hey, you're listening to The Music Box with your other sister, Tanya Dallas Lewis. I love you guys, and I'm so excited about all that God has in store for all of us. Just want to let you know some upcoming things for Tanya Dallas Lewis. Please, please, please book me to come to your church. Uh, praise and worship is what I do. Uh, I work with the youth, uh, do workshops. Of course, you know I want to sing. Uh, please support me in my debut CD entitled Miracles. It is available at all fine digital retailers near you and soon to be in stores. Next weekend, I'll be setting the, well, sailing, setting, wait, setting to sail, set, okay, let me just give it up. I'm going to give it on up. <laughs> Basically, I'm going to be cruising, all right? On the Radio One Love Cruise is one of the, one of the featured rising artists on that cruise. Really excited about all the people who will be going with me, including some of my friends on Facebook, like recording artists Lisa Foster Wilson and Faye Mosby and Angela Robinson, and the list just goes on and on and on and on. And you know it's going to have some of the heavy hitters like BB and CC Winans, Yolanda Adams, Fred Hammond, Marvin Sapp. What a pleasure to share the stage with them yet again. Also, I probably will be, I believe, in Atlanta during GMA week for the Dove Awards. I'll be singing uh, for some of those events. And then on Easter Sunday, I'll be at the WUFO Easter event in New York. Then for all of us in the DMV, I'll be right here at Sutton High School at 5 o'clock in concert there. So many things coming up. If you want to see my calendar, feel free to go on to my website, tdlmusicnews.com. Well, our memory verse from earlier, actually I said I wasn't going to call it a memory, right? Even though y'all do need to be memorizing Bible verses if you're not already. And I need to get up on the ball as well. But it was Isaiah 43:19. It says, see, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the deserts and streams and in the wasteland. He's that kind of God. He can make a way in the desert, y'all. Is that, is that amazing? <laughs> or what? Well, if you haven't heard it today, please know. These three words, they come from time to Alice Lewis. Love you. You guys have a great weekend, and I'll see you guys next Thursday, same time, same place. You take care. Bye-bye. Okay, I couldn't get that song to play. Let's see if we can get Lowell Pies keep pressing to play. You guys enjoy this by my dear friend Lowell Pie. Have a good weekend. Listen. I've been struggling for a long time. Struggling and striving to conquer the things in my life. I have to learn the lean. Depend on God For everything in my life That's why with all my mind I'm praising hey, Reaching for my goal <laughs> Nothing can stop me I'm pressing
gonna live for him. 